0: episode 29 I think you'd all better go upstairs and check that you're packed properly said mrs weasley breaking up the argument come on now all of you harry repacked his broomstick servicing kit put his firebolt over his shoulder and went back upstairs with ron the rain sounded even louder at the top of the house Accompanied by loud whistlings and moans from the wind, not to mention sporadic howls from the ghoul who lived in the attic. Pigwidgeon began twittering and zooming around his cage when they entered. The sight of the half-packed trunks seemed to have sent him into a frenzy of excitement. Bung him some out, treats, said Ron, throwing a packet across to Harry. It must shut him up. Harry poked a few owl treats through the bars of Pigwidgeon's cave, then turned to his trunk. Hedwig's cage stood next to it, still empty. "'It's been over a week,' Harry said, looking at Hedwig's deserted perch. "'Ron, you don't reckon Sirius has been caught, do you?' "'Nah, it would have been in the Daily Prophet,' said Ron. "'The Ministry would want to show they've caught someone, wouldn't they?' "'Yeah, I suppose.' Look, here's the stuff Mum got for you in Darken Alley. She's got some gold out of your vault for you, and she's washed all your socks. He heaved a pile of parcels onto Harry's camp bed and dropped the money bag and a load of socks next to it. Harry started unwrapping the shopping. Apart from The Standard Book of Spells, Grade 4 by Miranda Goshock, he had a handful of new quills a dozen rolls of parchment, and refills for his potion-making kit. He'd been running low on Spine of Lionfish and Essence of Belladonna. He was just piling underwear into his cauldron when Ron made a loud noise of disgust behind him. What is that supposed to be? He was holding up something that looked to Harry like a long maroon velvet dress. It had a moldy-looking lace frill at the collar and matching lace cuffs. There was a knock on the door, and Mrs. Weasley entered, carrying an armful of freshly laundered Hogwarts robes. Here you are, she said, sorting them into two. Now, mind you, pack them properly so they don't crease. Mom, you've given me Jinny's new dress, said Ron, holding it out to her. Of course I haven't, said Mrs. Weasley. That's for you. Dress robes. "'What?' said Ron, looking horror-struck. "'Dress robes,' repeated Mrs. Weasley. "'It says on your school list that you're supposed to have dress robes this year. "'Robes for formal occasions.' "'You've got to be kidding,' said Ron in disbelief. "'I'm not wearing that! No way!' "'Everyone wears them, Ron,' said Mrs. Weasley, crossly. "'They're all like that. "'Your father's got some for smart parties.' I'll go starkers before I put that on, said Ron, stubbornly. Don't be silly, said Mrs. Weasley. You've got to have dress robes. They're on your list. I got some for Harry, too. Show him, Harry. In some trepidation, Harry opened the last parcel on his camp bed. It wasn't as bad as he had expected, however. His dress robes didn't have any lace on them at all. In fact, they were more or less the same as his school ones, except that they were bottle green instead of black. I thought they'd bring out the color of your eyes, dear, said Mrs. Weasley fondly. Well, they're okay, said Ron angrily, looking at Harry's robes. Why couldn't I have some like that? Because, well, I had to get yours second hand, and there wasn't a lot of choice, said Mrs. Weasley, flushing. Harry looked away. He would willingly have split all the money in his Gringotts vault with the Weasleys, but he knew they would never take it. I'm never wearing them, Ron said stubbornly. Never. Fine, snapped Mrs. Weasley. Go naked. And Harry, make sure you get a picture of him. Goodness knows I could do with a laugh. She left the room, slamming the door behind her. There was a funny, spluttering noise from behind them. Pigwidgeon was choking on an over-large owl treat. "'Why, is everything I own rubbish?' said Ron furiously, striding across the room to unstick Pigwidgeon's beak. (sighs) Chapter 11. Aboard the Hogwarts Express. There was a definite end-of-the-holiday's gloom in the air when Harry awoke next morning, Heavy rain was still splattering against the window as he got dressed in jeans and a sweatshirt. They would change into their school robes on the Hogwarts Express. He, Ron, Fred, and George had just reached the first floor landing on their way down to breakfast when Mrs. Weasley appeared at the foot of the stairs looking harassed. "'Arthur!' she called up the staircase. "'Arthur! Urgent message from the Ministry!' "'Harry flattened himself against the wall "'as Mr. Weasley came clattering past "'with his robes on back to front "'and hurtled out of sight. "'When Harry and the others entered the kitchen, "'they saw Mrs. Weasley rummaging anxiously "'in the dresser drawers. "'I've got a quill here somewhere.' "'And Mr. Weasley bending over the fire, "'talking to... "'Harry shut his eyes hard and opened them again "'to make sure that they were working properly.' "'Amos Diggory's head was sitting in the middle of the flames "'like a large bearded egg. "'It was talking very fast, completely unperturbed "'by the sparks flying around it "'and the flames licking its ears. "'Muggle neighbors heard bangs and shouting, "'so they went and called those bloody columns, "'Please, men. "'Arthur, you've got to get over there.' "'Here,' said Mrs. Weasley breathlessly, "'pushing a piece of parchment, a bottle of ink,' "'and a crumpled quill into Mr. Weasley's hands. "'It's a real stroke of luck I heard about it,' said Mr. Diggory's head. "'I had to come into the office early to send a couple of owls, "'and I found the improper use of magic lot all setting off. "'If Rita Skeeter gets hold of this one, Arthur... "'What does Eye say happened?' asked Mr. Weasley, "'unscrewing the ink bottle, loading up his quill and preparing to take notes.' Mr. Diggory's head rolled its eyes. Says he heard an intruder in his yard. Says they were creeping toward the house, but they were ambushed by his dustbins. What did the dustbins do? asked Mr. Weasley, scribbling frantically. Made one hell of a noise and fired rubbish everywhere, as far as I can tell, said Mr. Diggory. Apparently one of them was still rocketing around when the please men turned up. Mr. Weasley groaned and... "'What about the intruder?' "'Arthur, you know Mad-Eye,' said Mr. Diggory's head, "'rolling its eyes again. "'Someone creeping in his yard at the dead of night. "'More likely there's a very shell-shocked cat "'wandering around somewhere covered in potato peelings. "'But if the improper use of magic lot get their hands on Mad-Eye, "'he's had it. "'Think of his record. "'We've got to get him off on a minor charge. "'Something in your department.' "'What are exploding dustbins worth?' "'Might be a caution,' said Mr Weasley, still writing very fast, his brow furrowed. mad I didn't use his wand. He didn't actually attack anyone.' "'I'll bet he leapt out of bed and started jinxing everything he could reach through the window,' said Mr Diggory. "'But they'll have a job proving it. There aren't any casualties.' "'All right, I'm off,' Mr Weasley said.' and he stuffed the parchment with his notes on it into his pocket and dashed out of the kitchen again. <sighs> Mr. Diggory's head looked around at Mrs. Weasley. Sorry about this, Molly, it said, more calmly, bothering you so early and everything, but Arthur's the only one who can get Mad-Eye off, and mad supposed to be starting his new job today. Why, he had to choose last night. Never mind, Amos, said Mrs. Weasley. Sure you won't have a bit of toast or anything before you go. Oh, go on then, said Mr. Diggory. Mrs. Weasley took a piece of buttered toast from a stack on the kitchen table, put it in the fire tongs and transferred it into Mr. Diggory's mouth. Hark, he said in a muffled voice, and then, with a small pop, vanished. Harry could hear Mr. Weasley calling hurried goodbyes to Bill, Charlie, Percy, and the girls. Within five minutes, he was back in the kitchen, his robes on the right way now, dragging a comb through his hair. I'd better, Harry. You have a good time, boys, said Mr. Weasley to Harry, Ron, and the twins, dragging a cloak over his shoulders and preparing to disapparate.